Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, God. We ask that you come into this podcast. We ask that everything you'd have us to do is done tonight in your will, God. We ask that whatever we do lifts your name up and edifies your people, God. We ask that you bless us and cover us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You have reached the Ready to Preach podcast. If you're just joining with us, thank you for joining on. And if this is not your first time listening, thank you for sticking around and going on this journey with us. We're excited to have you in to hear what we got to say tonight. We got a couple things on our mind, but the first thing we're going to do is go around the table and just see how everyone's doing. Mark, how are you doing this week? I'm doing really good, doing really good. Didn't do too much. Back to my normal, you know, my normal days off, not doing too much. Um trip to Guitar Center on Monday that I haven't went in a while and uh, went to a concert on Sunday night with some other people from the church with Mike and Michelle and their family. We went yep. and saw Skillet and Elkhart, which was really good. Yeah. It's always good to spend time with people. that It is. It is. Grow more of a friendship with them outside of church. I think that's important. That is definitely a very good thing to have because you got to have... like. I don't know if you want to call it a support group, but essentially that's what it is. You know, like-minded friends, exactly. Because yeah. it's hard to find people in the world that are have similar mindsets to you. Casey, how are you doing this week? Doing better today than I have been. Um, I was struggling for like the last part of last week, like Thursday on. I had an ongoing like mini migraine that just pushed me to the edge of every ability to function. Yeah, but. It's it's good today. It's been a good day. Overtime at work is ending, so that means I'll have a couple of hours back a week to myself, and I'm excited about that. Get back my, to quilting. I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> back to how, how many, hey, uh, um, how many so, patches do you have? To be fair, one quilt was <laughs> scheduled to be done by this Saturday, and then I took last night off, so I didn't make my migraine worse, and so now it'll probably be scheduled to be finished in like two Saturdays. How many patches on that one? The oh, same Mark, one. there's so many questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious about the number of patches. I don't remember. Oh, I'm not sure told us before. 400. Oh, 400. No, no, no. This is a different one. Oh, okay. There's like 52 that I need of one size and like 48 I need of another size. There's so much complicated geometry happening. I just... Too much I, math. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. My brain is literally melting out of my ears between work and quilting. And I, I honestly never, never thought it was that difficult. And those headphones are keeping the it's, rest in. It's probably not, Patty. The problem is, is I can't visualize it in my head until I draw it. And then I start freaking out about measuring. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like a whole nother process. But it's okay. Because it's going to be done. And it's going to be good. That's right. That'll that <laughs> preach. Yes. That'll preach. That right there will preach. Say that again. It's going to be done and it's going to be good. <laughs> See, that's so much encouragement right there yeah. for somebody that's going through something, no matter what it is. It'll be done and it'll be good. Yeah. And I'm going to jump the gun this week and we're going to ask Bryce how he's doing. We're going to throw this a little Ooh. out of order. Patty's <laughs> last. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing really good. I've been working. I got this project going on. I've been working on. I'm doing a motor swap. First time I've ever done anything like that. It's going to be like a little hot rod thing. And I'm learning quickly that I don't know. Hardly anything, you know. That'll preach too, I think. Yeah, learning quickly that I don't know anything, you know. But I've been, one thing too that can go along with the sermon and analogy is when I don't know something, I go and try to learn from somebody who has been where I'm at at there the yeah. current point. Mm -hmm. It's good. You know, I'm at, I get to a hang up and I'm like, all right, I need to stop banging my head against the wall. And before I sit there, because you can sit there and waste as much time trying to figure it out yourself as you want. 
But when you take the time to go figure it out from somebody who knows the answer, it's walk in the park, Mm -hmm. you know, and things get done so much faster when you are willing to take advice and willing to admit you're not the smartest person, you know. That's like when I, uh, a few years back, when I changed that ignition switch in Stacy's van in the parking lot McDonald's, I had a rough idea of some of that stuff, but not every vehicle is the same. So I looked up on YouTube, specific year and model. Okay, this is what I need. I went down to Walmart, got a tool I didn't have, went back to the parking lot, swapped it out, probably 15, 20 minutes, up and running, ready to go again. That's That, that can be contributed to every aspect of our life, especially yeah. our Christian walk. Absolutely. Get into get into a dead spot or a plateau to, type area to where you don't know how to move forward. Go to the one who has been where you're at. Yeah. Go, go to the one where you can get some answers. You know, I, and we're we're saying we can go to YouTube and get the answers for these type projects. You know, but it's different when you put it into practice. And then the the guys that are on YouTube aren't there with you. But in this case, for Christian walk, God's walking right yeah. beside you. So nine times out of ten, the guys on YouTube didn't create it either. Nope. No. They're just the ones that recorded it. Trial right. and error. Right. They didn't create this. So it got there's there's a lot of things. You can look along your life and figure out that are perfect pictures of how God is trying to exactly. trying to work for you. Patty, how are you doing this week? Doing good. Uh I had a lot of family time this week again. Just trying to take advantage of the summer. Yeah. It's been super nice. Mm-hmm. Like last Saturday, we went to the county fair. We were talking about that earlier. That it was, was uh, Van Buren, right? Or was it Cass? Van Buren? Van Buren. Uh, Cass is next week, I think. Oh. But it was just so nice outside. It was nice to enjoy time with each other. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I, I, I enjoyed about when we went to the fair in Elkhart to go see Skillet was, and I told this to Stacy, I was like, I'm just glad that the fair is this time of year because if it would have been like early in the summer, it would have been miserable even sitting in the shade where we were at in the bandstand because <laughs> so much of the rest of it's walking around. And if you're not in a building, it's hot. You're, you're not in any kind of shade whatsoever. There's no trees. So you're either going to have to be walking near a building so you're in the shade or walking through one of the buildings because that's it. Everything else, it's wide open. And then on a sunny day like it was even on Sunday with no clouds, the lower temperatures were so much nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, with that being said, we're going to get on and go ahead with this podcast and push it out. What do you guys want to talk about? I'm kind of curious on, I think, I, I don't know. I know you weren't down here yet, Patty. I can't remember if Casey was, or maybe she was. I could just be remembering wrong. It does happen. Yeah. So what happens when you get old, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> what? What happens? Memory Wait. loss. I'm talking? Huh? Huh? Um, just kind of the things you guys go through. Cause we're all, we're all preaching this Sunday. We got all the girls are preaching in the morning. All Claire, all of us guys are preaching at night in, uh, Bangor. So just kind of the process for you guys for when you're getting ready for a message, stuff through the week, study different things. What's kind of your process, I guess. Yeah. Patty, what's your process? My process. <laughs> I go first she's, pro- time? she's probably That's going first Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to put you on the spot, but Patty, lots of prayer for sure. Yeah, lots of prayer for sure. Ask the Holy Spirit where He wants us to go. But um, I like to listen to other preachers on mm-hmm. on YouTube or yeah. Facebook, wherever I see them. See little clips of these that I like, and um, just pray. Open the book, the book, the instruction manual. Amen. 
um, the Bible and open it up and see where God directs me um, and then just kind of put all my thoughts together. And you might go through a few pages of, you know, wrinkling them up, throwing away, and then bringing them back out. Oh, yeah, that was a good part, you know, whatever. But It's interesting. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. You done? <laughs> I'm, I'm she sorry. is now. <laughs> it's interesting. We'll come back to you in I a second, Patty. <laughs> Patty, back to you in five. But, um, yeah, it's interesting how you gather your stuff together. Well, it's interesting to me to hear how you do it because it's so totally different from how I do it. Mm-hmm. All of us are different. Yeah. And that's that, a good thing. Yeah. Well, it is. I wouldn't want to hear the same thing over and over again, and nobody and would. And I love that we don't speak to each other during the week, and we don't go off each other's sermons, but when it comes together. Right, right. Just somehow it just knits. Weaves itself. Well, it's just all like about, a quilt, right? <laughs> yeah. It's all about who's putting the pieces together. That's yeah. right. Well, here is what I, I've said this before. If you ever get into a situation where there's multiple people that are preaching, and they don't fit together. The ones that fit together probably all are coming out of the Bible. So there's some oddball that doesn't, it's like something's not right with this. It's probably because they try to consult a different book. But if we've all got the same resource material, we've got the Bible, we've got God's word, it's it's going to be awful hard. You're going to have to try very hard to find a way to make it contradict itself. And there's pretty much one message throughout the whole thing. Yeah. We've, so, we've went over that before. Yeah. So... If you're getting anything else, you're reading from somewhere else, right? Anyhow, Casey, how do you how do you start things off? Mm, what a question! Um, <laughs> Let me rephrase. How do you prepare for a sermon? What a question! <laughs> you want to rephrase that one more time? No, 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 no. That's not an no, answer. No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, I'm not kidding, but I am kidding. A lot of the times, it's a thought that comes to my mind. Like they say the moral of the story whenever you're like watching a kid's film or whatever, which I, I enjoy doing because I like finding the morals of stories. But I'm like, it's a thought of what needs to be taught. And then a lot of the times there'll be a remembrance or I'll look it up. You know, what is an account or a passage in the Bible that you can teach out of that gives this kind of moral message or this lesson? And then it's reading through the scriptures a lot. Um, this coming week, I have a potential visual aid. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not because... I'm I'm kind of lazy and it's not necessary for it, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't have a process to be honest with you. Sometimes it just hits me at two p.m. on a Tuesday. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do until Sunday morning. That that is more of my line of things. Yeah, that's how I work. I can't just sit down when I try to sit down and read the Bible. It 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 just I don't pick it. I don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't get the the comprehension of it. I get that. I have to be in kind of under the the understudy of somebody explaining it in a way. And then after I see how they think about it, I can go back and get my perspective on it. Yeah. Because it makes more sense because when you're looking at it, and my biggest problem is I'll just flip open and I'll be at John chapter 13. Well, you get to John chapter 13, it, John, it, it ain't going to make sense from 13 in the middle of it somewhere. You got to go back and get the get the thing from one and odd. Yeah. That's hard for me to do because a lot of the times for a sermon for me, I want to paint the picture of what I'm trying to say, say it, and then give you the reason afterward it's valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I struggle with scripture a lot. Not like the actual scripture, but like if there's one specific part of somebody's account that I want to speak about, like say Joseph, just yeah. for example, and I just want to speak about 
whatever. Code his brother's coming. Colors, yeah. I want to go all the way back to the beginning to give all of the lead up to it. And you can't read out like four chapters of Genesis. No, that's why it's important to study them and comprehend them. That's my biggest. Right. And that's where my problem is. I'm always afraid I'm going to miss something if I don't have it there to and, read. And, and honestly, thinking about it, if you miss something, most people aren't going to know. Right. And it's not. But it's still like a conviction to you, like, man, I should have studied better. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. No. No, I wouldn't think it was a bad thing. You know, it's a good conviction saying you need to study more, be more prepared, you know, for everybody. Because now you're taking into account these other people that you're telling this to. And how you say it to them is how they're going to perceive it. Absolutely. Yes. And there's a difference between not having studied enough and just not saying something and between... Having said enough, but it's like when you go and sit down, it's like, oh, well, there's also this that you think of later on. That's different than not being prepared. That's being prepared, but then you get done, and then as soon as you hit the seat, it's like, oh, there's also this could go a two. You know what I love? What? Seeing one verse in something in one word of that verse that changes the entire meaning for me. Because you read it and you've read through it before. Like I'm saying, I sit down and just read and read and read, and it does nothing for me. But when I sit and read this, 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 slow it down, break down each individual word and what that word means to what's going on, it's so much bigger for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it has more value to everyone around you when you're looking at it and say, listen, let's take, let's, let's step back and say, this is exactly. To the best of my ability, this is how I perceive that Jesus was talking about this, or John was talking about this, or Paul was talking about this. And it's so, it's not, and another thing too that's super helpful is historical context. I was yes. just about to say that. You got to have it. You've got to have that context. Right. You've got to know who was speaking, where and when they were speaking, and why it made, why, because you read some of the things of what was said, it's like, okay, why did that make them mad? No reason in the world for it to make them mad. And yet, when Jesus said that, boom, their feathers got ruffled. So right. yet it's like, for us, it makes no sense. So we have to look into see, well, why did that make, why did that irritate them? Right. What was, in the, the period of time of what rule was and who was in charge and why this yeah. was that. That's a big thing. Yeah. I think that's a big part of not taking the word for what you want it to be, too. The what? Yeah. Eisegesis and exegesis. And exegesis yeah. One is reading into it what's actually there, and the other is reading into it what you want to see. Right. Reading out of it, yeah. yeah. I think that you can take any passage without historical context and to be like, well, this is what they were saying, but in reality, at the end of the day. No. Is it true? Right. And I don't want to do that. I want to do my best exactly. to be as prepared on every end of it to put bring forth something that's meaningful, helpful. It's the um, true meaning, too. Right, yeah. right. Not something that's just inspiration, you know, to get you motivated and pumped up for this and that. I want it to be real. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. Mark, how do you get prepared? Well, I start. The first thing I do is... It, wait it, a second, wait a second. Can I guess how you get prepared? Let's go for it. Let's see. I think you're the same, the opposite of Casey and myself. Okay. I think you can sit down and read it and just be able to break stuff down from that point. That's not step one, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> I said the process, not okay. the steps. I'm, I'm just saying that's about the. We all talk about the first thing that we're doing. So the first thing you, I usually do, go ahead, sorry. is I pray about. It. It's like, what, so what's something someone needs to hear? Mm -hmm. 
That's something that we all have failed. Thus, us three, well, me and Casey. I do fail did you sometimes. Say you pray too. about it. I said I pray about she it. She did. I know I did it. I don't pray about it. And I know, I know that it's kind of got me nervous now. And like, I, why haven't I been? And I, I, I will say that there's times I'm slack <clears throat> and I don't. But as a general, I try and say, okay, you know what? Whatever it is, something that's, that's important to understand. Right. Something that someone needs to hear, whether it's the church in general, whether it's everybody, or maybe there's a specific person, you know, what's something that someone needs to hear? Right. And yeah, a lot of times my examples and my analogies are probably a little bit out there for some people, but it gets the point across. And like Casey likes to say, I, I speak Chinese for five minutes and then people finally start to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Was it Chinese? I think it was Chinese. I, I've used several different languages in the analogy. <laughs> They're all ones that I don't speak, though. But me either. <laughs> but um, and then I'll usually get either I'll be listening to a song and something will pop in my head, not by myself. I just, that doesn't pop in the head anything I know. I know it has to be from God because I, it's not something I would probably be thinking of right that instant. Whether and sometimes it's going to be the title, sometimes it's going to be the example, sometimes it's going to be. Part of the scripture, so then I got to look up and see where in the Bible that is, and then read it and see what it is, and then find an example or something to go with it. It's never the same thing every time, right? It's some portion of it, and then the rest kind of just comes from there. I rarely ever get a title. I know I see that it's like most times on the screen <laughs> back there will be Bryce, and that's it. I try not to make that important though. Some people like to make it swift, you know, and catch your ear and get you but and i feel like that's a good tactic not tactic i hate that word for this context we're using it in but i feel like it's a good strategy to say to get people ready to learn and ready to listen to these things while we're ready to preach it yeah you're ready mm -hmm. to pre yeah i still i was telling him earlier when i sent lenny the uh my title and my uh scriptures Afterwards, I did tell him, hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach <laughs> on a separate text message. So, so, so we've kind of gone around and explained how we get ready for a sermon. How Now I want to go around and ask, how throughout the week do you stay in the right mindset to be able to push forward for somebody else? Because sometimes I get into a place where I'm like, man, I barely want to push forward for me, much less try to bring a sermon out for everybody else. How do you stay not prepared in a way, but stay uh, uplifted in God's word and uplifted through these different things to want to go and push for somebody else. Patty? So sometimes I um, listen to music. Sometimes a verse will hit me and I'll go off of that verse. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I'll fast because I really want the Holy Spirit to guide me. Yeah. And that's part of it, Mark, when you don't have a title. But then all of a sudden, because Casey will ask me, what's your title? And I'm like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, it'll come to you. Exactly. Right. And I'm like, that's my title. Yeah, and that's you the funny part. If I get the title first, like, okay, now how am I going to make this make sense? <laughs> yeah, usually I don't get like, the title first. I, I'd rather almost have the part of the scripture or part of my example and then kind of get the rest off of that. <laughs> and I think a lot of times when preparing something, it it all depends on what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of how you come out upon things. Cause sometimes I'll preach a sermon that is specifically from my perspective and point of view, like I needed this this week. Right. Maybe it can help you. That can happen too. I think that's big because well in Revelation says you overcome him by the word of the, your the the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Mm -hmm. And it's more or less your testimony. It's how, you know, 
these verses helped me so much this week because I was struggling. You know, I was, I was tired. You know, I was tired of this and I was sad and I was depressed and I had this anxiety, but this is how the Lord helped me. That's right. Some of those are, those are big for me. I think we've all preached like that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. We either get it that week, the week before that week or the week after we have. Sometimes you preach and then have to live it the week after. That's another one. It's like a prelude to what's coming for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now here's a question for you guys. Do you guys ever? Everybody anytime... didn't answer my question. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Just hold it get in your it head. together, Mark. Don't lose it. it. Keep it in your head. I got it. Of course you do, Mark. <laughs> how, how, how do you? How do you? How do you stay uplifted, Casey? I'm be real. Some weeks I don't. There yeah. are some weeks that the only reason why I keep going doing anything is because I know there are other people that rely on me, and if it weren't for that, I'd be. Out for the count. See, that's not bad motivation, though, I don't think. No. No. You know, because if it, you take into consideration the gravity of the position you're in as a leader, you're like, I can't stop. That's, yeah, it's like that sometimes. But in those moments, I'm so thankful for experiences. I've been going on walks outside, not currently because it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> I don't like the heat. I'm a fall girly. But I'll go out and sometimes I'll listen to like running music or like exercise music. And then every once in a while, like, why am I listening to, it's not trash all of it, but why am I listening to this? And then I'll turn on a different playlist, usually a Christian uplifting playlist. And that's how I do it. Music for the most part is really my, my language in general. And having that moment to reflect, just be like, you know what? Thank you for all that you're doing for the position that you've put me in, for the people you've positioned around me that give me the opportunity to keep going when I know that I would have quit if it wouldn't have been for them around too. I think those moments right there, the the thank you, Lord, I think if you have the guts to start doing that, in five minutes, your attitude will change. It Definitely. Does. It can't it can't not. You can't change a situation, but you can change your attitude about it. I cannot yeah. even explain the difference that I felt some days between, you know, not wanting to go and do anything at all and being out and immersing myself in something that is Christ-like Christian music and just time with God on my own. I have noise-canceling headphones on. They're on 99% of the time. If you're trying to speak to me, I'm probably not hearing you. But to have that single-minded focus for me with no outside distractions other than you know the air in between myself and God is the, the moments that I think I'm uplifted again. Yeah. I do that a lot too with me, but that's one thing I got into a habit quickly. And you can ask Stacy or the boys about this. I've got like four or five presets on my radio. Yeah. And if we're driving Stacy's car and it's one of the rare occasions where I'm driving, or even if the boys are driving, they get, I get in and there's a country station, much of the like country music. No, we're going to go over to one of the stations I like to listen to because I that's pretty much. I like other music, but I would rather listen to that stuff. That has some, like... Christian music. Well, exactly. It's got, it's got content to it. Yes. It's got something that can fill you. The other stuff is just a oh, nice melody. You know, it sounds, words yeah. are cool, but I want something that fills me up. And my... You talked about putting your running playlist or running music. I make my own, and all of mine, they're all, like, it's Toby Mac, it's Newsboys, it's all, everything on my running playlist is usually a Christian man. 
We're not quite as good as you, Mark, okay? I'm not saying I'm good. I just, I just Some like Some of stuff. us are too lazy to make playlists, Mark. <laughs> I just put it on Christian Workout. Some of, some of those you can't trust. Some of those, I, I, that's why it's like, I don't know, because a lot of those apps, when you might be Christian to you, but it ain't Christian to me. <laughs> or, or they play 10 songs that's off that playlist, then they play something similar. And I don't want to listen to the something similar right. because it's usually not really something similar. It's similar because it's maybe the same beat beat, or same genre, genre or something like that. And that's really the only thing that's similar about it. So I, I, I had to get to where if I only wanted to hear certain things, I had to make my own playlist. So that's all I would hear. Mm-hmm. Right. So the things that helped me throughout the week to stay uplifted – to stay kind of rooted and grounded, I guess, because you can get astray if you're not careful by yeah. just being, I feel like you have to put in. Yeah. You have to put in to be able to get anything. I, I don't feel like I know. You have to put in to get anything out. And whether you're not putting in, if you're not putting in, you are. Exactly. You know? But if you're purposely putting in, you'll purposely get the results you want with anything. You know, if you put gas in your car, you know you're going to get your car to run. Yeah. If you put diesel in your car. And you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. Okay. So the one thing that helped, there's a couple of things. Encouragement from everybody else kind of drives me. You know, I'm, I'm very, very much so an encouragement, like uh, someone behind me pushing me and I'll Encouragement go, junkie. Positive not, reinforcement. Not in a positive, positive way. That's yeah. the word I was looking yeah. for. Positive reinforcement. If someone tells me I'm doing good, I'll do twice. I'll push twice as hard. Then another thing that helps me, there's this guy on YouTube, it's called Dappy T Keys, and he just plays worship songs, but on the piano, and it'll be like Time Alone with the Lord. And I, for whatever reason, I can turn that on and be such laser-focused praying. Seriously, it's Agreed. just piano playing, and you can hear you can hear what song he's playing. The if melody, you, so you know what the words you, are. Right, right. But anyhow, I can be laser, and he'll put a verse up on the string, the Lord is my shepherd, or the Lord is my strength, and he's my high tower when I'm in a that all these things. So I'm sitting there, and that, that going, sorry, that's going, and I'm just in this zone. I feel like I'm in the element of... It feels like heaven has come down to earth, to be quite honest with you, because... You. It's just that music that's softly playing, and it feels like you can get closer in touch with God at that point in time. So you're saying that if you're in a place where you're surrounding yourself with worship music and with prayer, you're in the element you were supposed to be in. Right. That's how we were created to be. Exactly. That's another thing that helps me is the prayer with that. The the songs, I'm old school. I like listening to older gospel music. They help me. Sometimes I get excited. I'll be sitting there and get excited about some of the things because the words are have some good meaning to it. They don't. It doesn't help me out as much, and as like the last um, example I gave. And then the next thing that really helps me is being preached to. Like throughout the weeks, turn on my favorite preachers, listen to what they have to say because I believe I I try to take time to sort out the ones who I don't think you know, are quite as Christian as they claim to be or is in line and then get on some of the ones who are probably lesser known right? that have a valid word from God. I like listening to that. And then there's some that are popular, you know, that I feel like God's using. But I feel like, and every time I've done it this past couple of weeks, it's been perfectly for me, exactly what I've needed to hear. Even the one I listened to today, I was like, man, I really needed that. That has been a strong, that's been a good help. 
And that's been a positive reinforcement even to me to know that the situation I'm in, somebody seven, eight hundred miles away down south could be talking about something that's exactly in line with me. And it's just over YouTube. It's just over a podcast that I've been listening to. God is working all around and he'll use anybody to get your attention, to help push you. He knows when you're down. He knows when you're in a low place and he comes right along at the right time. He never leaves you in that low place. No. That's right. And if he's if you're in a low place, know that he's there even if he's quiet. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to reach out and touch the Lord. As he goes As by. As he's passing by. Right. Mm-hmm. You'll find he's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. That's the biggest part right there. You can reach out all you want, but once you get reaction from the reaching out, that's yeah. when that's when the building starts. That's when the the work starts in you. That's when the the enforcement starts to come in. You're like, yep. not only did I reach out, but he turned around and had time for me. Touched. Go ahead, Casey. I was going to say that I saw the Lord and He heard and He answered. Yes, my... that song. I right saw there, the bless me this morning. Oh, oh my goodness! I, I just love that song. I it's do a good too. song. Do you want to know why we sang it the first time? In all honesty, why? I don't know if it was on air or not, but we were sitting down here one night and you said something about how the verse that's been getting you through was, you know, the Lord guides the steps of a righteous man. A righteous man. Yeah. And that's part of the second verse I made you sing it. Cause <laughs> and then I went to the doctor and I was sitting there in the parking lot and I texted you, remember? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I even like, realize that, Casey. And she did, She said that was the song I was thinking about. Yeah, because that's the time. that was the controversy down here. Is like, yeah, there was like, a whole album. There's which three song songs on Patty the album like? that I really want to do. We've done one of them so far, and I was like, which one are we gonna do? Well, I'll ask Patty because you had said you wanted to do one, and yeah. it turned out to be the one I wanted to yeah. do. Anyways, <laughs> that song huh. helped me out too. Just and I just. I have to eat my own words because like, songs really don't help me. Out, you know, yeah. I just said that two minutes ago, but that one right there, the words of it is ministered to me, you know, and that was literally our last podcast. I was like, I have found out recently that I can only trust God. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even trust me most days. I literally oh, 100%, just, 100% I literally just had to go back on what I, I literally just had to go back on what I just said. Two yeah, minutes ago. exactly. Because it say. says, I trust God, my savior who has never failed. He has never failed. See, that's the that's the thing too. He's got a, a reputation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it precedes him. It comes out and says, "Hey, I didn't fail before, and I ain't gonna do it now." Absolutely. Yeah, if, uh, if you know you're trusting someone with a track record of basically 100 percent completion of everything they've ever done, then whenever they come out and say, "Well, I'm gonna do this," you've got no reason but to trust it. Well. If 10,000 times before said this, 10,000 times before it happened, well, 10,001 says this, I'm betting 10,001 well, is going to happen too. In the famous words of Casey Marie Schaefer. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you knew that, to be honest. Who's, who other 20, every other 25 year old has the middle name Marie. Hey, I'm just trying. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I'm just kidding. It'll be done and it'll be good. There okay. we go. I trust God. All right, Mark, your question. Let's hear it. Do you guys ever, in your time when you're getting around, whether it's studying or going over, get like goosebumps while you're going through the stuff? It's like when you realize that this is... Yeah, of course I do. Okay. Like, <gasps> I get like, so yeah. excited sometimes. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh. I, the only t- like, I get that. And then there's the worst part is when that happens like on Monday. the Sunday night before, because <laughs> then it's like... The next day is not the day of the service. <laughs> it right. was so funny. When I went to Texas last year um, to see my friend down there, 
I got Woman Thou Art Loose, which yes. is my favorite so far. I'm waiting for the day that I can preach it again, and it will be like not fresh in everybody's memory. Mm-hmm. And it was literally three weeks until I could preach again. Like I was not on the preaching schedule for three weeks, and I was sitting there like, <gasps> like breathing to myself heavy the entire time, excited, and I wanted to crawl under a desk and just lay there <laughs> until I could go again because I could not stand to be not doing it. There's been a couple of mine that have been like that. And this one was one of them. Like, I'm sitting there adding more notes and listening to the videos, like getting in, getting more and more goosebumps going. Like, okay, come on. And then I'm looking at it, it's like, that's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. That's a rewarding feeling. Yeah, yeah. It is. To know that God has whispered something to you that's going to be beneficial to somebody else, or you feel like it will be. Yeah. I think I'm, per, I'm I don't want to say I think, I believe this will. I believe that when God, says something to you he knows who's around you he knows who's going to be the serve in the service who needs to hear what you have to say not what well, not what you have to say what he has to say through you from your perspective right and i will say like the one for this week i actually got a good chunk of it not last sunday evening but the sunday evening before on the ride home yeah just boom all of a sudden it was in my head not fully fleshed out but enough parts of it to Give me something to look into. Yeah. And some of it was stuff I've already looked into before. And one of part of it is actually something I almost told you one day. And I'm I'm probably have shared. That's why I was talking to him and I was saying this offline. Is like my guess is the two people will be the fastest to figure out where I'm going before I get there all the way is gonna be Bryce and his dad. <laughs> my money right now is still gonna be on Bryce, beating beating John out. But it was something I had almost talked. I think I told you a little bit of it one day. This is before it was even going to be what was in my head. This was like a month or so ago, at least. Yeah. Offline when they weren't even down here yet. And then we decided we're going to wait on that. So we didn't go over because I was going to talk about it on the podcast one episode. But now it's going to be part of a message instead. One thing that's that's stuck in my mind from what Mark told me, how he starts figuring out step one, we'll say. He had to correct me. I got step two, right? Or whatever step yeah. that was, the middle <laughs> process. Step one, the importance, I think, if something that's something that I'm going to start applying that I really didn't think about. It didn't really spur to me until you just said it is, God, who needs this? Or what do you need me to say to whoever's there? Yeah. It might be one person. It might be a whole group of people. It's there for somebody. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I feel convicted by that. I do too. Because we sit. <laughs> I feel ashamed. Yeah. Because we pray on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights yeah. most of the time. You know, God, if please open their hearts. If there's something that needs to be said, say it through us. Why aren't we asking before five minutes before service starts? Right. That's how I feel about it. And it's not that the five minutes before still isn't valid because God will work in that. Oh, yeah. I feel like He'd like to have a little more time with you. Right. You know, because, and of course, obviously, you get some things that pop up right during the service and you're just like, I'm going to say it because God told me to. Yeah. But, with that being said, I feel like there'd be so much more context involved or content involved if you put put some more prayer to it. Not more thought, not more study, more prayer. Agreed. Another thing that Patty said too that I have to work on, and I have been, I've been trying, and it's fasting. Yeah. I think it's a critical point that we're missing out on. I agree, because you look if you look back at some of the instructions when some of the disciples are asking how to get do these things and they say these know, things come by, by prayer and fasting right it's not just by one or just by the other right it's a combination 
Well, it's it's a how to get in touch with God. It's saying that God, I'm putting down what is me on the outside and trying to strengthen what is me on the inside. You know, the the me that's that's one day the Bible says that we're going to lay this body down. It's going to the grave. Yeah. But there's a part of you that's going to live on and live on and live on for eternity. And that's the part that I think needs to be the strongest. Yeah. Well, if you go back with that, that thought, just go back to in Genesis. And I have to avoid some of this because there's a little bit of this for Sunday in there. So I'm not going to go around those parts. Um, he created man out of the dustly earth. And then when he breathed the breath of life, we became a living soul. So every part of that is going back to where it came from. Yep. The body that was not a soul without the breath of life is going to go back to the dust. Right. Whereas the breath of life that was breathed into us to make us a living soul, it's going back where it came from too. Right. So every part of it's going to go where it came from. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's just the only thing that can be different is... If we're making the wrong decisions, we're going to go to eternity, but we're not going to go to where we're supposed to be. Right. We're not going to what was made for us. Right. Going to some, it'd be going to somewhere it was made for someone different. This is something that I love about when we all preach on the same day or even just sitting down here because everybody is so much smarter than me in certain ways. Like being able uh, to hear me. somebody else. No, I'm saying not. <laughs> Not that you're smarter than me, I'm like saying you're not more intelligent. Me. No, there's that's not what I'm there's saying. There's a different area. It's like I would have never have looked at that and saw it that way. And like the ability to have a different perspective or a different teaching, a different understanding of it even come out. I think that's really valuable and important. And that's I why agree. I feel like it's valuable for us to be down here together and putting this together because thoughts entertain other thoughts. Exactly. And, and, and iron sharpens iron. Yeah. There you go. Back to that, he's better and everything. I know, no, I am by far nowhere near better than anyone down here. Can I be honest with you guys? Let's hear it. Yeah, sometimes I don't have anything until like Sunday morning, and I have to preach it Sunday night Mm -hmm. because all week I've been trying to think of something or praying about something, or I get distracted, and then I try to study and I get distracted, and then all of a sudden it's Sunday morning, Sunday, yeah, and I'm like, what am I going to say? Yeah. And then I do pray, Lord, give me something to preach to somebody out there, you know? I think, I and, think, sorry, go ahead. And it's it comes at the, like when somebody else is preaching. Boom, yeah. And you hear one thing yep. that they said, and you're like, oh, and it just turns a light bulb on. Yeah. And uh, then you study that. And then usually I'm fasting to get clarity. I hear that. I pray more. I listen to music. I get before God. And a whole thing comes out. Yeah. And it's it's really neat to see that because then I know it's not me. It's he's the most spe- genuine. He's speaking through me. Right. I'm just a willing vessel. Right. And then here's another case in point to Casey talking about the different perspectives. There's times when you hear that one thing that someone said during their sermon, mm-hmm. and you use it later on, and then they're talking to you. It's like, where'd you get that from? There's like, and they're the one that preached about it. And they're like, <laughs> I never thought of that. Right. <laughs> that like, happens to me often. It's like, that was not the way I would have went with that. 
And that's why I get up between every preacher. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier when you said no matter the rotation, your mind in the middle of service. See, no matter the rotation, there's at least five minutes of Bryce time. I think I proved two weeks ago that if I don't say it when it pops in my head, it's gone. It's yeah. Because yeah. I sat up there on Sunday night and I was like, and then I sat down and it was like, boom, right there. I was like, maybe I just wasn't supposed to say, it. I don't know, but. Whatever, so I, I got to get it out of my head because sometimes some good stuff pops in there. <laughs> yeah. And the and then the the short, short-term short memory loss hits and I'm like, well, I should have wrote that down. <laughs> should have made a note. As much as I hate notes, I wish I would have had them a couple weeks ago. That's if I would have had, see, there was something about it and it was talking about where, uh, how the angels came to the shepherds. Now, why would you come to a shepherd? That's the lowest person in society. Well, it's showing God's plan. He's for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From the greatest to the least. Uh, he was showing that when he went out for the uh for the the shepherds, what do they do? They raised sheep. Yeah. Well, and they had lambs. And what did they do? They sold the lambs five miles away. But where was the lamb that was going to be slain before the foundation of the earth? Where was where was he at? The same place. Five the miles away from where he's going to get sacrificed. The shepherds were. You know, and it didn't, if I would have just wrote down a couple of things, I would have been good because that's all it was. And then there was a song that the angels sing, uh, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Then it goes on into Revelation. There's a new song being sung in heaven, but it's not the angels anymore. That's right. You know, just stuff like that. I wish I would have had two things because it's, it's good, valuable points of, and it's just one verse like we were talking about. It's Luke chapter two, verse eight. Yeah. You got to think about these things, putting historical context behind it, looking at who is the the reference of they're talking about, who are they talking to, what is the points that they're making. And it, there's so much, there's so much depth and such a little space in the Bible that there's no way you're going to get it all. Mm -hmm. I will say one thing I am pulling out of it because it was part of what I was going to do, but it, it was... uh the reason I singled out you and your dad, at least for part of it, is because there's a direction you guys went on something, whether it was during a sermon or during a Bible study yeah. that you went with. And it's going to be right along those lines. Hey, I'm, I'm going to make it. He's going to be. I'm going to be intently listening. Mark. Hey. I'm making you all do physical labor, so good so luck. Here, here's, my, here's my biggest problem. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm always trying to think of what somebody's going to say next. That's why I always cut everybody off on this. I don't know if it's ADHD or OCD or DDD or triple three or something. <laughs> or Bryce D. <laughs> it might be. Bryce is just special in his own way. When you're yes. talking, I'm trying to figure out what you're going to say next. That's fair. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I hope God will use it as a strength. Yeah. Yeah. I like giving like, cause Lenny always gets all her verses. And just because it'll make him think, even though I don't, even though I know he's probably not, most times not going to figure it out. I'm like, all right, I bet you can't figure out where I'm going with this. <laughs> Poor Lenny. I always forget to give him anything until five minutes before we go on Sundays. We, we love you, Lenny. Just remember <laughs> that. We do. I just, I sometimes I don't even give verses. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not a good quality of mine. There are text messages going out to Bryce at 4.59 some days. Got anything? Hey, where are your verses at, buddy? <laughs> kind of need to get him up there to Eli that's why he says Bryce on the screen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we have your Bibles tonight let's turn, yeah. we're going to turn to Eli's up there 
typing as fast as he can. Typing like it's a touch screen. Yeah, the Lenny kiosk. and Eli are the unsung heroes of services. Yes. Sometimes the unsung want to beat their head in Eli. They're not changing the verses on the Hold screen. Hold your guys changing hands. Uh, maybe God wanted us to know that. I don't For know. For seven minutes straight. Anyhow. And on that note, we're going to end this out tonight. We're going to say thank you guys for joining with us. It's been a been a fun time. We've spent quite a lot of time here together, and I just want to say thank you, uh, especially to the you three here for you know. I think I, I need this throughout the week. Definitely, it's a I big agree. thing. Like yes, it's can like I, a. Can I throw in another hundred percent? I think I only did one lows today. So <laughs> I think I, I, I still, yeah, hundred percent. I still got a, I still got a quota to reach here. I think, <laughs> but anyhow, it definitely holds me up throughout the week. It, it makes me it. Ha- it Gives me some thrill and excitement for something coming next week. But anyhow, with that, we're going to say love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey, both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comments section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.